five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Morning, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Pilsen community is back. Uh, sitting across from Susan Laz. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You bet. You bet. Um, Susan and I go back um, to modern day days, right? Yes, we uh, do. I remember when Aiden and his like crazy cool little calic in his hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was a first grader. Mm-hmm. I had him in first grade PE. That's right. And all up the ranks, fifth grade, eighth grade. He's a great kid. And today. He's playing lacrosse for prep, right? He is. He's a senior at Georgetown Prep, and he's heading to uh, Indiana University. So cool. Yeah. I, you. Um, they're playing uh, Lamb and Lacrosse today, right? Yes. 4.30 at prep. Big prep landing day this today. It's always the, it's always the game. Yes. From when I went there, they just said they played some hype video uh, back in the day when I was playing back in 99, you know, so it's still definitely the thing. Hmm. Um is uh, Aiden going to play lacrosse at Indiana? Do they have a team? Uh, they do, but he's he might play club. He's, you know? he's a good. He picked up goalie late. Right? Yeah, he picked up goalie late. Did did, did well with it. Um, I heard they have a water skiing team at uh, Indiana University. And Aiden was when he was younger, uh, um, a champion water skier down in South Carolina. How about that, yeah. He's so I hope he picks that up Maybe too. He gets back to that. Yeah, back to his roots a little bit. Right in, in Indiana, I don't think Indiana. I think water, but I guess there's like lakes, lakes and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Um, so Susan Laz um, of Ridgewell fame mm-hmm. started there in 86, bought it in 97, mm-hmm. right? With some of maybe your associates or something. Yeah. Um, how, how do you like, how's the bit? The business has been tough, obviously, in the pandemic, right? Right. But now it's time. We're breaking out like almost like the cicadas. <laughs> and let's have a party. <laughs> Good analogy, Billy. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, well, the the phones are ringing, but Good. we're still, our hands are still tied on a lot of limitations. So, yeah, it's like it used to go. I mean, it was uh, catering, um, but now it's or I'm sorry, it's still catering. It's still catering. Uh, but I was I was thinking my brain was going to concessions, uh, like the tournaments and stuff. But it's yeah. like, you know, yeah, no, I, I mean, we still uh, admire our history and our roots, which is yeah. catering, social catering. And that's what we focus on. But the other stuff uh, keeps us competitive and Amen. keeps us out there. Amen. So you're getting ready to head down to Palm Beach. Yes, yes, we are catering the Walker Cup next weekend oh at the um, Senegal Club, which is beautiful. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Have no, so I have not been to yeah. Seminole Club, but um, I'm looking forward to it. I heard yeah. it was spectacular. Yeah. Um, and we will be catering for the members and volunteers only. There's no fans on the course. Yeah. That's, have you always got? Have you always had the Walker Cup? Uh, so we've had the. This is the second Walker Cup we've done. We've done the last one was at Marion. Um, I don't know how many years back, but we've had the contract with the United States Golf Association since 1993, um, and we've continued to have it since then. And it's been it's an unbelievable relationship, and it's I, I consider it a partnership. So they've been hiring us back and extending our, our our scope of work. So our last renewal of our contract included the Women's Open. Senior Open, U.S. Open, and we travel all over the country. And not only are we doing the corporate catering, but we're doing the concessions. So concessions is new for us in this in this arena. So we're excited Do, about it. Are there any concessions going on down the line as the pandemic eases? Um, so no. Yeah. Um, so what San Diego last year we were at Wingfoot, but yeah. they delayed it until September, and that was again there was no concessions yeah. on the course yeah. because uh, no fans were allowed on the course, which was yeah. kind of cool for me because I was there and I yeah. could be like from here to so the experience. distance between you and me. Yeah. Tiger and Phil 
Hill yeah, and, yeah. you know, got to, to got to watch some amazing golf without 50,000 fans around. So it's unique, but I'm sure you're itching to get back to the full fledged thing. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Are you doing? Are you gonna do? Uh, is Columbia part of or the 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 girls? Thing? Yeah, no, we're not doing anything there. No, I offered. Are they, they gonna have anything? Uh, I have no anyone, idea. Anyone? Nobody, that, nobody's uh, reached well. out to me. So if they need me, they know where to find me. Yeah, yeah exactly right. <laughs> in the uh, yeah, in the terrace room. Uh, <laughs> no, in the, on, on the in, in the gym. On the chairs. In the gym. In the gym. In the gym. In the garage gym. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, so ninety three, you got the USGA contract. Well, that was our first U.S. Open at Baltusrol up in New Jersey. Um, our first stint on the road was um, in Chicago when we did the 1989 PGA Championship at Kemper Lakes. And the general chairman was a gentleman by the name of Ben Brundred. And if you, you are Washingtonian, you know yeah. that name. He yeah. was the general chairman of the Kemper Open. Uh-huh. We catered that for uh-huh. many, many years. And Ben couldn't find a caterer up in Chicago, so he asked us to come up and cater the event. And, you know, we flew up 300 staff. We yeah. drove our fleet of 30 trucks, and we brought everything from here. And, you know, do you know yeah. what, Billy, we realized? Caravan. You you can buy chicken and beef up in Chicago. You don't have to bring it from D.C. <laughs> and you can actually hire people in yeah. Chicago. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you don't need to bring it from D.C. So we got – it was the first on-the-road trip, and it was it was good. It was good. We yeah. didn't make any money, but we, we had a – We learned. We learned. For, and we, and sure. look at us now. We're going yeah. to San Diego, and uh, we bring a core management team. Yeah. Um, we've picked up special, specialty chefs and, and supervisors and managers over our 20-year-plus history in this, and they take vacation from their regular jobs, and they come and work for us. So we have a traveling team that you know uh, are, are proven, yeah. and we put them up in hotels. We pay for their airfare, and they know our style. That's great. I mean, it take it obviously it obviously takes some time to nail down the template. You know yeah. how you really want to go about it. I just envision this like a traveling caravan shooting up north. To, yeah, right. To Chicago, right? Chicago, Chicago. Yeah, right. It's like I think we're up there. You're brainstorming on the way. I think we know what we're doing here. Yeah, I know. I, know. I think we know what we're doing. I mean, that's the best. It's, it's kind of the best way to learn. It's right. just to jump in and, and figure learn, it out. Learn how to swim. Figure mm-hmm. it out. Um, the story, how you guys got. I remember you told me this. I last time I was at an event with you was I think the 2016 Open at uh, in, Chicago, in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. At Oakmont. Uh, Oakmont. Yep. Uh, I loved hanging out with you with me and Mr. Dugan, John Dugan. Yeah, yeah. And, you guys uh, were having a good time. <laughs> we lost, we lost, <laughs> you gave me the tickets or something, the passes, and I, and I, and I fell through my pocket. And I'm like, you lost them. Like, Garrett, yeah. we can't take you anywhere. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> typical, typical, typical. We had, so, I had such a good, fun time yep. at the thing. And then just seeing kind of you and your environment uh, was, was, was neat to observe. Um, when you got the. Uh, so you started at the Kemper Open. Is that, is that how right. it all began? Yeah, that's how it all began. I remember began. there you kind of told me your story, and I thought it was so cool. And it's so like kind of like traditional in a way of like old school person to person connection, which leads to business. Right. And that's right. you. You sell. I mean, you're selling Ridgewell. You're selling yourself. In a yep. way I trust. Yep. I'm constantly selling. Yeah. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. Um, that's cool. You got to be. I mean, it's. Uh, no, you know, no, no days off, right? No, no. Yeah. I mean, when when you're in ownership, you you're constantly selling yourself. So yeah, it's uh, it's good. That's why I get involved with the community, and I think that's why it's important to give back to the community that gives to me. 
And um, I, you mentioned you're going to probably talk about it later, but you know, I, I sit on several boards. Mm-hmm. I give back to the community, and you know, I, I get connections that way. Mm-hmm. It's it's an opportunity to network. In this pandemic, you haven't really had a chance to network. Mm-hmm. Um, although I'm sitting on many panels and discussing what's going on in the world and our the hospitality industry, and and so it's been um, you know an opportunity to talk to people face to face. And and some of the organizations are ordering lunch from us, and so when we have these lunch and learns or these these we get together with the different uh, corporations and whatever the topic may be, um, and they're eating my lunch. And so they're, they're, te- they're chatting with me in the chat box. Oh, thank you, Susan. Lunch is delicious. And I've got to order from you. So, you know, it's it's been a lot. But I'm, I am very much looking forward to getting back face to face. I think it's time enough already. Let's get yeah. back to business. Yeah. Let's everybody go back to the office. I know they're all working. But until people get back to the office, you know, our business isn't going to open up hundred percent. And it's not only us, it's the restaurants, it's the car parkers, it's the, it's the local delis, it's everybody. You got to get back and physically back down. into the office. It trickles down for sure. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, being involved in things and being out there in the, in the community. Um, it's like a, uh, scratch my back, scratch your back sort of thing. Right. It's like, <laughs> I mean, you are, you're on the greater Washington board of trade, junior achievement and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, you're, you want to help, you want to help, you want to help, but also it's like, this is also what I do. You know, you want to help them, but then they can help you in a way. Right, you right. Know, and trust me, I, I enjoy giving back and I'm yeah, passionate totally. about the the organizations that I'm involved with, but yeah. you know, that's, that's part of getting out and networking in the community is getting involved in the community. I mean, if, and that's your nature. Like when I taught in modern day, I imp- try to impart lessons and then I, I I also got a lot from them, from sure, the kids. Sure. So it's like a true sort of like a two-way symbiotic sort of deal. Yeah. I mean, and, so I'm trying to, with Aiden as well. So when he yeah. was at Modern Day, I was on the board of Don Bosco Cristo Rey, yeah. and they have that white party, yeah, which yeah, is yeah, like yeah. all, it's like a rager for, for like, you yeah, know, yeah. seventh and eighth graders. Yeah. And I said, Aiden, I signed you up to be on this committee. He's like, what? What do you mean? What? I go, yeah. yeah. I goes, well, what do I have to do? And like, I was happy to mentor him and teach him like, this is how you write a letter to ask for money. This is, yeah. this is, you have to understand your mission. You have to see what's going on here. And, and, he, and like, he, he was happy to do it the second year. He was a little nervous the first year, but the second year he was happy to do it. And there's like gazillion girls, so he was all over it. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> Throw on some white and like yeah. a couple of meetings, and we're gonna have a right. party. Yeah, right, 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 yeah. right. So yeah, I, mean, I was proud of him. He 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 went out of his comfort zone, which is what I'm always trying to do with my kids: is get them out of their comfort zone and and have a story to tell. Like yeah. he had a story to tell with that. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's good. Like my dad always said, charity starts at home. Yep. You know, it's how you how you treat your your family members and stuff like that, and then getting people, eighth graders like we use Amare, we take them to take them down and feed the homeless. You know, yep. down at yeah, I know you guys did that. Like that did a stuff. great job. And it's amazing how interested and eager the kids are to be involved in that sort of way. Sure, you know, yeah. and I think I think I think a lot of some of it comes from like the Catholic education and reading the lessons of the Gospels and stuff, but mm-hmm. also it comes from. Um, the role models in the house, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just living a good life and living a generous life. Yeah. Uh, the best way to, I think the best way to, t- Billy McMurtry, tip the hat to him. He always says we're in the business of role modeling. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, I think Botter Day was an amazing place for Aiden. I wish my older son, Nathan, went there, but uh, he, uh, Aiden, all you all you guys were good good, good mentors. Same with Georgetown Prep, men yeah. for others, you yeah. know? Um, so. And Indiana University, is that Jesuit? Uh, no, yeah. no. Yeah. IU, it's a good big basketball yeah. school, right? Hoosiers, yeah. 
That's yeah. right. Hoosier. Hoosiers. Gosh. Yeah. Storied, man. That's that's some history right there. Right. I bet he's pumped, huh? He is. How's Nathan doing? Nathan's great. Um, he? He's in out in LA. Um, he is in the hotel business, he and is. he's doing amazing. I haven't seen him since October. I'm I'm hoping to see him here soon. Um, you know, we talk almost every day. He's he's an amazing kid, and good role model for Aiden too. They're yeah. close, Aiden, yeah. and even though they're 11 years apart, they're close. He seems like a, ch- a chip off your block. He he's Nathan. amazing. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, in, he's in your vein. Yeah, and Aiden is like I don't know. His own sort of thing. Right. 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 Yeah. Well, he's growing into everything. He definitely is. Definitely is. I was like, like, where in the world is Nathan? He's moving around. He moves. (laughs) He he moves. moves He's a mover. And, you know, he's not the kind of guy that can sit behind a desk. (laughs) He needs to be moving all the time. And he's got the perfect job. So he's working with this company, this small boutique company in Southern California called PRG Hospitality. And um, he was hired to be the general manager of their brand new hotel called the Prospect of Hollywood. Um, And pandemic hit. He shut down. uh, But he he, they've kept him on, thank God, because he's that good. He's meticulous. He's got an eye for for detail. He's excellent with people, and he can train, and he can he can staff, and he's got an eye for people and and, and luxury. And when things are out of place, he'll like he'd have a field day in your house, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> I have to have him on next. Then. Yeah. <laughs> I can book him for a half day. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that those are traits that almost like you can help along and teach and everything, but like sometimes you, you got you got it, you got it. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying. And it's also it's like there's no way that's going to become automated. Any time soon right you know some of those certain professions that just needs to, the human element needs to be present totally great and it's the hospitality business yeah. and the person to person business you know mm-hmm. the emotional iq like this i mean if you're really talking business it's like you're in the people business you're also in like the the sympathy or the empathy business to try mm-hmm. to put yourself in the other person's situation in order to best get through to them and to have a productive like relationship sure um and then if you just put that first you know the the Bottom line will work itself out, I think. I think so too. Yeah, you know? he's a, he's a big relationship guy. And the, and then at the end of the day, it's like, wait a minute, I'm making money, I'm meeting these nice people, and it's helping to turn me into a good person. You know, you don't even know it. You don't mm-hmm. even know it, and you just it's it's a lifestyle that you just uh, can't really turn off, and that's a good thing, right? You know, you've always liked a good party. Well, yeah. It says it on your on the website. Yeah. Okay. It does. It does. Yes. No. In your, bi- in your bio. How can I not love a good party if Amen. I'm in the party business, in the event business? Um, so in the '86, you started working for Ridgewells, right? Right. Marymount University, correct? Correct. Gradu- graduated there, and then between then and Ridgewells, where were you? Where I, were you? I had random jobs. Like I, I graduated with a marketing degree okay. uh, from Marymount. Um, and, and throughout my whole college career, I always worked and I was a bartender in, yeah. uh, in Roslyn at a place called Tino's and, mm-hmm. um, and it was, uh, it was great. It was, it was good. I was behind the bar selling. Mm-hmm. I was always selling. So I went and sold micro computers, computers for a hot minute, loved it. Uh, didn't, excuse me. I didn't love it. Did very well, but right, right, just right. didn't love what I was selling. And I just always heard about, I, like, I wanted to get into the event business or the catering. I love to cook. I love to entertain. I love to design. And um, someone said to me, like, oh, you should go work for Ridgewell's. So I'm like, what's Ridgewell's? And I did yeah. some research and certainly couldn't Google it. You know, I had to actually buy a magazine and, <laughs> you, know, talk to people. you know, talk to people. Right, 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 right. Ask right. questions. So it took them about a year and a half to hire me, but they finally did. And, um, you know, that was back in 86. They gave me a budget for my first year and I did it in my first quarter. 
<laughs> um, and then the following year, I was um, I sold a million dollars, and I was the one that really took Ridgewell's on the road to major sporting events. So yeah. that was like my baby. I like the bigger, the better for me. Yeah. And yeah. so Challenge, um, challenges. Yeah, yeah. I and just it's like more people. Yeah, more, like, more more opportunities for you to to, to be you. Right. The you know? the three hundred person wedding in the backyard wasn't really my forte, although right. Ridgewell's does it and does it really well. I was more about operations and logistics and volume and yeah, you know, yeah. just I Growth. I love to be you yeah. know the one around the table telling it like it is. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've always I've always seen that in you for sure. Flex the muscles. You know? Yeah. Uh, compete. You know. Uh, yeah. In the, in the arena of ideas. Right. You know what right. I'm saying and. And people. Right. Um, and be able to, to communicate and mentor. I mean, I think mentorship yeah. is really important. And I do a lot of that with the team that I have that I've been developing. And yeah. I'm actually redeveloping a new team because through the pandemic, a lot of people have moved on and left the hospitality and business right. and want different things. So it's important. How did you kind of get through the past year? Or, well, there, there, there was really there's really no ringing of the phone? Uh, no. Well, uh, so right away, so March 13th of 2020, we were hosting, Rituals was hosting one of our, our, our largest uh, marketing events of the year called Erin Go Glam. And it's, you know, it's it's around St. Patrick's Day. And we are entertaining uh, event planners, wedding planners. And this was our third, our, our, our third year in a row. And a week before, and we put all in the week before, you know, my, my partners on this said, uh, my other vendor partners, they're like, well, what do you think we should do? And I'm like, we got to have this, we got to have this. And let's just, let's turn it into a discussion. Let's bring up. So I brought in one of my competitors. I brought up some people in the event business and we turned it into a panel discussion. It was a beautiful lunch. Um, it was themed from an Irish countryside. I had fresh, I had lambs there and sheep and goats oh, and whatever. Yeah. Um, and we turned it into a discussion and, and I think, you know, hindsight, we was like, Oh, this will be over in two weeks. And that was the last event of, of Washington DC. Like that was the last live event. So, you know, we, I've never not gone to the office. We never closed our office. We laid everybody off. Mm-hmm. Uh, for ninety five percent of my team got laid off immediately because it just like just instantly events were canceling, canceling, canceling. Like it was in, insane how much it was canceling. We fortunately had a division that already um, did will call, which is pickup of meals and delivery of meals, where my competitors, I don't think, worried about that because our clients always wanted to say like, okay, I like you for a party, but can you can you give us a wedding cake and can you give us this or a tenderloin display or some finger rolls or I just need a couple napkins. So we've had that division in place. So we quickly pivoted and, and launched that menu. And so that kept us busy. Um, our sales were down 87% in 2020. Uh, which is f- amazing. Um, and, and we kept plugging away and plugging away and we got into shipping. So we turned our um, our old laundry into our world global shipping headquarters and we were shipping boxes and gifts. And so we pivoted pretty well. And fortunately, and I'm not one to receive free hands for handouts. I'm not that kind of a person. But fortunately, we had two rounds of PPP. And uh, we think we're at the other side of this. Um, we're still, you know, I had to unfortunately permanently furlough almost 300 employees. I'm up to about 80 right now, give or take, um, depending on the season. And, and we're hoping that the fourth quarter will come turn around and, and really end with a bang on 2021. Yeah. 
Yeah. But there was one thing that did good came out of this, if there was one thing. So so a caterer out in Arizona called me and he said, hey, Susan, you know, let's get on a call and just talk what you're doing, how you're filing for PPP. What are you doing with your employees? How are you handling this? What are you pivoting to? And so as someone from uh, San Diego, Arizona, and Atlanta, all similar size caterers to me, some of them bigger. And every two weeks we'd get on a call. We call ourselves the big dogs. And it was so helpful to me to have, have that opportunity to be able to talk to them and see what they were doing and how we were handling things. And we continue to do that. And as a result, we felt that the live event industry didn't really have anybody advocating for themselves. You had a restaurant bill, you had an airline bill, you had a hotel bill, but nobody really talked about the live events industry. So we all belong to an association um, and we felt the association fell short of really trying to push and, and advocate and, and, and help us in this most needing time. So we started a new association and I'm really excited. I'm the president of the association. It's called Elite Catering and Event Pro- Professionals. It's ESEP. We're having a first meeting in Miami um, in July. We're going to have a symposium in February. We're really excited about it. And and we really want to advocate and educate. And, and this is what caters our size need. We need collaboration. We need, I like, I, I'm not fearful that this uh, colleague of mine in San Diego, we're actually going to use him as a subcontractor when we're out there for, for Tory Pines uh, for the US Open. So it, that's the, the positive thing that came out of this whole thing for me. Is talking with other people, uh, I, I, maybe a year ago or so, you call them competitors. Uh, not that, when, not you're when saying? you're, no, not when you're in, in Arizona and Atlanta and San Diego, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we've got an understanding, like we all are in the golf world. Um, we're all in the, every contract feeding, my Arizona, um, friend is in the fire feeding and yeah. he got, he has contacts with FEMA. So he gave me a lead for feeding the national guard. And so like, we're just sharing, we're yeah. sharing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like the competitors. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you had, there was a coming together. So basically, you, you were able to forge deeper, stronger uh, relationships because of this uh, the crisis. Yeah, you know? and sharing knowledge. I mean, yeah. I, I, there was a because your your back is against the wall. Yeah, you have nothing to, like, nothing you can do. And the nature of what you do is like it's not like rote every day you're doing the same thing. Uh, your creative mind, you have to. That's the nature of it. You're creative. You're uh, adapt adaptable and um, to. I think a, a, a great stimulus for creativity is being with another creative mind. Maybe the best yep. is like mm-hmm. to, to riff back and forth, to bounce ideas off of. Right. It, it's know? it's been amazing and very helpful. Like where you where you're sourcing your boxes and how are you doing this and like because everybody was in the same position. Everybody is this uh, elite? What is it called? Again? Elite catering and event professionals. ECEP. ECEP. E-P. Yeah, we're launching. Is, is that what uh, Aiden was talking about? The new catering, yes, sort yes, of thing he, yes, yeah, you're yes. Into? Yeah. So uh, you know, for me, Billy, it's important to sit down and have dinner with a fa- as a family every night. And yeah. I, I grew up that way, and that's how I want my kids. And it just might be Aiden and I sitting out having dinner. So he's like, "How was your day, Mom?" And I love that so he good. asks me, "How was your day?" I, I ask him the same. And so I said to him, "I'm really excited about this new venture that I'm doing." So that's why he knows about it. Like he, he's. He's, it's important for him to hear that kind of stuff and to learn and experience and and um, have that time ever so short to sit down and because, and you know, he's going to be graduating and off to college. So it's been important for me. That's one of my, my main things. You know, you got to sit down. We got to have dinner as a family. Amen. Totally, totally. My, yeah. my fiance, Debbie, um, she's in here, obviously, in the house. Uh, we're all under one roof and we make it a point to have family dinners. Yeah. I grew up doing it. 
um, it just keep what I'm learning, right, as kind of like a new um, sort of step parent to be. Mm-hmm. Um, that, uh, and I haven't been around kids obviously a long time, but uh, just keep talking about what you do and what you love to do, and it's going to creep into the kids and yeah. the fun, and they'll come back a few days later, but and like. You're actually, you bring something up that I said, right, right. something up that you said. Right. And you're like, wow, that's cool. They're actually listening. Yeah. Well, I mean, for Aiden to bring it up to <laughs> yeah, you, that's, yeah, yeah. that's, that's, might, that, that's make you feel good. That makes me feel yeah. good. Yeah. 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 Um, that's cool. That's cool. So, um, you're excited about Florida. Yeah. I'm excited about Florida. Well, yeah. can we talk about prep for a minute? Yeah, please do. Yeah. So, uh, I am co-chairing this year's prep gala because oh, yeah. I've got nothing else better to do. <laughs> So you and uh, Kathleen, Kathleen and Joe Callahan yeah. and I. Uh, it's this Saturday, and all you prep fans out there that listen to Pillars, uh, please log on. <laughs> it's uh, come together. Unfortunately, it is virtual, but we have been encouraging watch parties. So there's probably about 20 different watch parties out there. Uh, meal pickup is going to be at prep this 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 Saturday, and we're going to do the live show um, from from the George, cool. which will be exciting. So Kathleen, Joe, and I will be hosting that, and. Uh, great auction items uh, so sign on you don't have to pay for if you if you're calling from wherever you can log on and have some great auction items uh, silent auction our silent auction is already up right now but uh, we've been working hard uh, from the beginning of the pandemic and in, in doing this we were hopeful that it would be um, in person but unfortunately it's not um, so the virtual gala uh, jump on there and give if, if you if you can yep um, yeah, go to gprep.org and you can find the, uh, this, the under giving and you'll see the link to the spring gala come together. I got, I, got the, I got the email from Joe Callahan a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You better I, log I, on. I threw in there. I yeah, in. okay. Um, so what, being the, the gala being virtual is kind of the central attraction of the gala right now, the auction? Um, yeah, I guess so. It's, there's a pre-show from six to six thirty. You know, Kathleen, Joe, and I really wanted you know kids to get involved. I mean, the school does as well. Um, Aiden and Jack Callahan will have a little role on there, a yeah. little speaking role. Cool. Um, so we've got the silent auction up, the almost live auction stuff is up, and then the live auction, the car raffle. And, and we're thankful to Stolman Automotive um, Prep Family who donated a, a, a Volkswagen Atlas Sport. We got a few tickets left on that, so please. Uh, if you need a raffle ticket, go ahead and uh, log on. It's uh, either the sport or you can get $30,000 in cash. And they're only selling t- 2,021 tickets. So, mm-hmm. um, And then we'll be doing Raise the Paddle. Cool. Raise the paddle. Raise the what paddle. About, what about the dance party? Is that on your own? We're, yeah, we're going to, Kathleen and Joe and I are going to hit a few parties afterwards. Uh, <laughs> we know where they all are. And oh, we're okay. going to do a little, because it's just, we're going to dress up in, it's it's 60s, come together, the come Beatles. Together. Yeah, come together. The idea of like crossing the street, right? Yes. Like crosswalk. Abbey Road, yeah. I like, I like the cross word that. Thank you. Um, sounds sounds like a fun. Yeah, no, it'll be great. Oh, I think yeah. so. Get get all your alum to get on there and. Oh. I'll get Spend it Spend some Do-Re-Mi. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. So, um, go prep beat Landon. Yes. Absolutely. Know, it's going to be a great game. Yeah. Graduation's coming up. We're, we're, I think it's going to look like we're going to all be in person. Yeah. I don't want to speak out of school here because it's not my call. Uh, but uh, we are very hopeful that, uh, you know, things are opening up. The, the governor wants things open. Our county executive is another 
just another person and he's been a train wreck from a business owner i feel like elrich has done not done well for us in the in the community um it's my personal opinion so can't wait small business small business has been been smacked around uh, yeah decimated i mean obviously uh we pray for the people that have passed Mm -hmm. but like you know there's a lot of people a lot of lives that have been absolutely ruined yeah like yeah like out of work, out of jobs. I mean, like, Billy, if you walked around, can't Beth- if, you, your family. if you walk around Bethesda, look how many restaurants have closed down. Look yeah. at look at everything yeah. going on there. It's yeah. just it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, and like uh, tip of the hat to you for getting through it. Um, you're bringing some of your employees back, yep. right? Who've been furloughed. So maybe we t- if we talk in a year from now, and maybe the business will be uh, bigger than ever. You yeah, know? I, I mean, That's I think the- I, I do think that this is an opportunity for us to to. to really rethink how what we want to be on the other side of this leaner meaner uh yeah. culture wise we just are going to really look at look at it long and hard and we're not just bringing random people back we have we're, we're being thoughtful about it you have to yeah it, it forces you to think about your ethos or who you are like the, the base the essence of what you do right and figure out is that what i want going forward because you had to do that in order to survive you know, when you're, as I said, like when your back is against the wall in a game or in a business situation or stuff like that, you dig deep and you find out a lot about yourself. Right. You know, right. as an individual and as a company. We'll be stronger, meaner, wiser. Amen. Let's and it's it. not just not me. It's 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 the team that I've got there. It's just it's it's it it's takes, not me. It it's it's everybody. Amen. I'm totally. very I'm very grateful, and it's important for me to look at them in the eye and thank them. And I do that on a regular basis. Thank them for all their hard work because everybody's got various hats on. Like I'm delivering food and my CFO is delivering food. We're all doing everything that we can do to to just make it happen and, and, and survive. And you're in your, so at times in your own world, like grinding uh, and doing a lot of things and you think you're doing the right thing. But to hear like a thank you from somebody else really sort of, you know, puts wind, necessary wind in your sails. Yes. Um, at a, a t- it's still a tough time. Yeah. Um, it's not over yet last question yes do you have a favorite food that you guys do at Ridgewell oh um, you know what people love is just some of our old classics like you know our our uh, fudge dip macaroons or our Florentine cookies and the Ellis's you know always order that or Bruce when he comes in make sure he has some Florentines or um or um, fudged at macarooms, but I, I've got an excellent oh, yeah. chef, Kashif Brown, and yeah. he has um, really um, modernized our menu. But we still have some of the old classics and old favorites. When I walk at Columbia, I got some of the members up there. Hey, you got any chicken tetrazzini? <laughs> it's like, it's like, or turkey tetrazzini? They yeah. they're like, I still want to order that. It's like it's yeah. so funny. But yeah, we we try to keep on trend, healthy, yeah. uh, sustainable uh, products, organic. You know, mm-hmm. so it's all good. What about you, though? Pigs, oh, me? Pigs blanket? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. More my speed. No, I, I'm only, only when you want a party, you can do pigs in the blanket. Speaking about parties, who's catering your wedding, Billy? Oh, man. Yeah, that's, where, that's where is that? next episode. Oh, boy. <laughs> now now you've, you've turned the tables on. I have here. turned the tables, you know. Um, we're working on it. We're working on it. We got some stuff. We're looking at summer, maybe early fall. This year, soon. This year, yeah, yep. soon, definitely. Soon. All right, well, not, wait for and the cicadas to be gone. Yeah, right. Because right. not only do we have COVID, we've I'm got be, the cicadas. I'm be collecting, we do barbecue cicadas. No, right, no, bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> but they are a delicacy for a lot of people, I guess. Yeah, dogs. Dogs. <laughs> that dogs right. and birds. Oh my gosh, dogs yeah. and dogs are. Yeah. Do you remember days. the cicadas 17 years ago? I, I do. I, I I do. 17 years ago, I was still. In, I was in college. Okay, but I think so another 17. I was like six or seven. I right. do remember them. Right. 
They are nasty. I do remember them. They like are clinging to everything. Yes. Fence posts. Yes. Hair. Or, I mean, on your clothes. And it's gonna be the wild. For, like, if you're at the right age, it's like awesome. Yeah. Your boy. Okay. Like what, what's the? 11, oh, okay. That's the right age. You go out with. Uh, I think I was talking to Matt Tropia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that name. Yeah, sure. I know that. And um, he's like, God, I love it because I was about six. He was about almost ten. It's like I run outside with a tennis racket and just like go nuts, like swatting those things. So funny. They're coming. They are. Uh, so just don't not. get married in your backyard in, right. in, in May and June. No, no, no. no. <laughs> That's a good advice. Good. Thank you, Susan, for coming out. Oh, Billy, thank you for uh, having me. Yeah, appreciate yeah. it. Good keep, luck with this. This has been doing. fun. Keep being you. The greatest thing about what you do is just you, and it and it works. So right. um, keep doing that. Thank obviously. you. All righty. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye-bye.